0: This was a massive keynote in Phoenix, Arizona, where Gary goes off on the similarities between traditional marketing and what today's marketing has become. He goes down into the fact that attention has always been the asset, but the medium is the variable. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Phoenix, how we doing? I am glad you are here. Please sit. Uh, I am glad you're here. I love you back, bro. Thank you so much. Let's, uh, let's get into it. <clears throat> so, look, I think the thing that inspires me this morning as we are now clearly into late 2018, obviously, uh, we ate a bunch of turkey the other day. Uh, the holidays are upon us We've, you know, everyone's gonna get into that mindset and very quickly, uh, it's going to be 2019. By the way, it's cold as here. Jesus. People are like in blankets and Jesus. Uh, and I was born in the Soviet Union, so this sh- feels good, but man, it's cold. Anyway, here, here's the important thing, and I think whether you're 18 or 81, wherever you are in your career, you're pumped, you're doing financially well, but you're not happy. You're happy, but you're not financially where you're at. When I look at this many people, the thing that runs through my mind is, what is the common denominator in this room that over 30 minutes or so, I can bring value to the most amount of people in this room and it comes down to timing. To me, on the cusp of 2019, the biggest thing that's running through my mind very simply that matters to every single person in this room is this device. This is a big deal and what it is, is it's a representation of something even bigger which is this internet thing is bigger than people realize and what's happening in our culture right now because of the po- political climate and many other factors is I think the majority of people in this room and a majority of people in this country and a majority of people in this world are looking at the downside and the negativities and the cynicism around the internet without realizing social media isn 't changing us, social media is exposing who we actually are. more importantly, it gets to the bigger punchline, which is If this is 1948 or 1978 or 1998 and not 2018, we would not have the ridiculous opportunity that this brings to the table. For me, the one thing I know, whether you're a real estate investor, a politician, you sell underwear, you wanna be a personal brand, you have a cocoa drink, you wanna sell wooden frames, I know you're selling wooden frames? <laughs> I know that regardless of what you do here, B2B, B2C, whether you have 13 year old customers you're trying to sell things to, like slime, or 88 year olds that you're trying to force into your retirement home versus somebody else's, that whether it's Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or LinkedIn, email, text messaging, pre-roll YouTube ads, Instagram stories, influencer marketing, that the great underpriced, the great underpriced opportunity in our society, is within seven to 15 platforms that are apps on the mobile device. The biggest thing that I'm fascinated by is the amount of people in this room's ability to say, "Not my customer, not my industry, not my demo," without recognizing how unbelievably underpriced the attention is. And when I say underpriced attention, I stand here today for a very, for many different reasons, mainly on the back of very good parenting and circumstance of not being born here. But, no question, my timing of joining my dad's liquor store coinciding with email and Google AdWords being underpriced attention is a reason that I'm so passionate this morning in Phoenix to get people to wake up and actually go all in on the things that you've heard. How many people here have consumed my content somewhat? Raise your hands. Thank you. For that group, I'm actually way more concerned for that group than the people in here that aren't here for me and have never heard any of this. Because for the group that has consumed my content, my concern is that the repetitive nature of me trying to desperately at all cost without interest in monetizing you to go into these channels and get yours, that you don't realize how real it is. That it's become passive noise. Yeah, I get it, Facebook ads work. Yeah, I get it, You know, work hard and be passive. Like, I get it, but the reality is here's what's upsetting me. The thing that I've been the Pied Piper for for the last half decade is starting to slip a little bit. Like Facebook isn't as easy as it was 24 months ago. And and by the way, I just said that sentence and hundreds of faces just shook their head, which means they felt the effects of Facebook ads 24 or 36 months ago and they're starting to realize they're not converting as well or it's costing more to get the same or the organic reach, I think all of us know the organic reach collapsed three, four years ago. And how many people here are marketing or actively using Instagram, raise your hand? So for all those hands that are up, I'm sure you're starting to pay attention that even over the last three or four weeks, it feels like something's starting to happen because the organic reach is starting to soften just enough that it's getting on people's radars, which reminds me a whole lot of what started happening when Google AdWords prices went up, when my email list started looking at 70% open rates instead of 80, and then on to 60, and then to 50, and then to 40, my friends, we're sitting right now at this time in the white heat moment of social networks controlling a stunning majority of people's attention and it's going to go away and then there'll be another thing. For you to sit here and not take advantage of the current state of the internet when it's in your face, if you're here this morning, this is, is it Wednesday, is today Wednesday? You know, like what the are you doing here on a Wednesday morning? I assume, it would make a lot of sense for me if you're sitting in this audience, I assume you came here and spent your time and money to extract value to do something that you want to happen in your life, right? And there's only two ways that gets done. There's the mental part and then there's the tactical part. It's real simple, most people play in the middle when the reality is is if you're not all the way over here and if you are not blindly and this is what an entrepreneur or an operator needs to be. If you are not right here this morning and you are blindly optimistic about the opportunities in front of you, you are vulnerable. And do not mix the word optimism with delusion. I didn't say if you're blindly delusional, if you're delusional, you're. But if you're cynical or pessimistic, or if you're gonna listen to me when I go all the way over here, because that's the mindset, or if you're over here and you're like me and others, and you're also 100% practical, and you understand how to actually execute, and you actually do the work, if you're not in those two places, you're vulnerable. And you came here this morning only to check the box on one of the two things. And to me, the thing on the left, I have to be contextual. I know that Tony's gonna speak. I know that Robert's gonna speak. I, I Listen, I'm thrilled to talk to you about why optimism and mindset and positivity and all that stuff is 100%. It just is. If you've decided when you woke up that Facebook ads don't work, they don't work. So for me, that's cool, but honestly, in the limited time that I have with you, I wanna go practical with you, which is like, Instagram story ads. You can Google it. I don't need a There doesn't need to be a I'm not gonna draw some pictures on a whiteboard. It's called Google. You have it in your hand right now. So, if you don't know what I'm about to say, mentally remind yourself, and if you're not good at that, take a note right now on your iPad or your phone. You should be running Instagram story ads for your business. Why? because they're grossly underpriced. Why, because hundreds of millions of people look through them every single day and are paying attention and more people are not buying it yet because they don't know how good it is. It's called supply and demand. Your job is not to just buy them, you have to figure out what picture and video to put in front of there that compels the person to do whatever the hell you want. Vote for you for the PTA president or give you 730 bucks for your magical berries. I kind of want to leave now. (laughs) I kind of do, I'll I'll tell you why. It was funny why that just happened to me and my buddy. I'm I'm like, that's it. Like, life is so simple. Whoever was best at radio, content and advertising grew in the 30s and 40s. Whoever was best at television commercials and TV shows in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, they grew and they won. Whoever is best at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, today is winning. That was a shitty ass clap. And, and, let, and, let me tell you, and let me tell you why it's a shitty ass clap. Because to be great at the things that just came out of my mouth is hard. It sounds great that you're going to start an Instagram account and take a picture of you taking a f-ing hike and your business is going to explode. <laughs> the problem is that's not what happens, is it? There's a lot of people here. How many people here want to be an influencer or a personal brand in their industry? Raise your hands. Raise it high. So here's what bugs the s*** sh- out of me. When 30 to 50% of the hands in this room just went up, the amount of people who just posted something on Instagram yesterday had nine people comment, but they didn't reply to them because they're more worried about how many likes they're gonna get or how many followers they get from the posts, not the actual nine people that did about them is why 99% of you will never achieve it. It's true. And I appreciate you clapping first, sir, with the glasses, I saw you. And for me, for me, That's the most important part, and for the same reason I saw that gentleman who actually started the whole clap in this room, it's the reason I stand up here today. I spend my life reading your comments on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. That's how I have the insights to create the next thing, because you're giving me the feedback of what's working and not working for you. The audacity of businesses and people in 2019 in putting out content, but then disrespecting their audience because the only thing they care about is will their audience give them what they want, likes follows money, is the reason it's so hard. (laughs) My friends, if you leave Phoenix today with anything when you go home, understand this. If you are not producing content for the internet, you are leaving an incredible opportunity on the table and your competitors have started the process to hurt you. Now, producing content on the internet is extremely interesting, because so many people look at certain people and decide that's the only way. Many people are dominating content and internet without ever producing one video in their lives, because they're tremendous writers. Others are self-conscious to put a camera in front of them, but they're great with their voice, so they're killing it in podcast form. If you leave with anything, please don't be like me in the way that I produce content. Be like me in the way that I deploy self-awareness of what I'm good at and then triple down on it to produce it. You might be great at drawing. Communicate like that. You might be great at just random thoughts and recording it on memo on your phone and you can post that. You might be great on camera and honestly, much like movies and television, if you are great on video, It's good, it carries weight. But please leave here and look yourself in the rear view mirror or when you get home and ask yourself, how do I communicate? And start communicating. The the trick, the unlock, the place that you will hear an enormous amount of pontificating for me in 2019 will be around the volume of content that you produce for the 10 platforms. Over the last year, what has become unbelievably obvious to me that works for me, thousands of other people, and the brands that are winning in society, the businesses that are growing, the one correlation that's just black and white to me is volume of creative. How many times do they post quality content? How much influencer marketing? How many articles, white papers, podcasts, videos? way the world is working with internet content, there is so much content. You could never oversaturate the market even if you made 90 pieces of content a day about yourself. But this is why I went over here as I'm talking. The interesting part of why most of you are not producing enough content has a hell of a lot more to do with this than with this. We, are crippled by other people's opinions. You're not posting because you want it to be perfect. Why do you want it to be perfect? Because you're insecure. You know why, because it just ruins your day when fatpants86 leaves a comment <laughs> and says that you're stupid, right? You're just super sad when you post something and you're used to getting 89 likes, but this one got 62. (laughs) I have become outrageously fascinated by something over the last two years, which is, oh my God, the majority of people live their lives based on other people's opinions. Whether it's their parents, older sibling, or even worse, the current state, the anonymous person in their YouTube comments. (laughs) That And so over the last two years, especially the last year, I'm trying to figure out what is this and how do I speak about this? In a world where I know the majority of the reasons you came here today can be solved by your ability to produce content on seven websites for real, for real. Why were people not doing it that blindly believed that to be true? It became about judgment. It became about mindset. And that's what I'm trying to tackle and that's what I'm trying to give to you this morning. I'm trying to figure out like who, what. It's why I talk so much about patience. I used to think it was patience and it is because every 22 year old wants it tomorrow. Every 40 year old wants it tomorrow, we just lack patience because unfortunately so many people here and I mean this and this is not tough love or rads it's just the truth so many people here went into cryptocurrency or cannabis or social media because they thought they were gonna make the money faster people lose because they think it's gonna happen fast when life is long and so I've been spending a lot of time on this just watching behaviors who's winning who's winning is the person that likes what they do It's true. Like how many more millionaires do I have to hang out with that are gonna take their life or in deep depression or doing drugs and alcohol to deal with the pain? Because making $2.3 million a year brings them zero happiness. And how many people do I have to hang out with that make 87,000 a year that sell Smurf t-shirts on the internet and love life? You like that one? It's good. You gonna sell some Smurf (laughs) t-shirts? Go with ALF, open market. (laughs) Getting very clear for me. Maybe it's because I'm getting older now, but getting very clear to me. It's pattern recognition. Life is very basic. We make it unbelievably complicated. We're unbelievably products of the DNA and the parents and the environment we grew up on. And we have to really understand that so we know how to navigate the next step. People lack the ability to put their life in perspective. I've been pushing people lately who are 43-year-old entrepreneurs sending me emails and they have a six-year-old child. They love their business, they're killing it. Things are going great. And my advice to them is to slow down and take the next 12 years and actually, because they're telling me what they know about themselves is if they go to Little Ricky and Little Janet's softball games and recitals and if they hang out with them and play Wii with them all day, that that's what's gonna make them happy and then they think they're sending me an email because I'm a business guy and I'm gonna tell them that's wrong, are you out of your mind you need to be happy and if you're self-aware enough to know that at 43 years old you have six-year-old kids that you want to spend the next 12 years taking the foot off the pedal so you can allocate time to watch those kids grow I've got tremendous news for you you're just gonna be 55 and a baby when they go to college and they're not gonna to want to talk to you anyway and you're gonna be able to go all-in do you know how liberating it is when people understand how young 59 years old is? Do you know how many people think they're supposed to have their life figured out at 18, 22, and 30 when the parents that are putting pressure on them to figure out their lives don't have their lives figured out? (laughs) Oh, I like that one. (laughs) How the are you supposed to have your whole life figured out at 28 years old? It's ludicrous. We have such interesting macro theses in our society that are crippling people and the reason there's so much anxiety in the system now is we're all living our lives in public forums and now taking on more judgment, not less. I don't hear any of you. Let me say it one more time. How many people here with my content and they love it? Let me hear you. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Let me say it one more time. For all the people here who think I walk on water, I'm the best, I'm such a great dude, I can't hear you. Let me explain why. Not you, bro. Let me explain to you why I can't hear you. Because I have no interest on getting high on my own supply. The reason reason I can't hear you is the same reason that I can't hear the person that leaves a comment that says I'm a snake oil salesman or my cursing is inappropriate or I or I'm gonna burn out or whatever else. I can't hear that face either. (laughs) And when, over the next 50 years of my life, I figure out how to produce more communications to help you not hear it either, that is when I will start having more significant impact because when you don't hear anything, and i don't mean from just fatty pants 63 i mean from your dad i mean from your spouse when you my friends in phoenix on a wednesday going into 2019 when you stop hearing things gets remarkable How many people here have been following me for more than four years? Raise your hands. Raise it high, please. So for the ones that raised their hands, you know something about me. You know that I'm not interested in being a motivational speaker. You know that four years ago, I was making much more tactical, jab, 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 right hook. Like I didn't want to rah-rah what I just did for the last 10 minutes. I don't want to be that guy. I have it in me, I live it, I believe it, but I don't want to go on stage and rah-rah and have claps, I don't. I don't. The reason I'm back here is what I want is for you to post 19 pieces of content tomorrow on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram because it will answer the things that are running through your head right now. The problem was, after I was done doing that for three or four years, and you would look me dead in the face in a meeting, let alone in a stage, and be like, I get it, I understand it, but you still weren't doing it? I'm like, I don't get it, and then I got it. This is such a big deal. Like you're literally, literally not posting or more interestingly, you are posting because you are now all the PR agents of yourselves on social media. It's really great to take a beautiful family picture picking pumpkins. (laughs) Meanwhile, not going well. It's really awesome to post a picture on a private plane saying you're killing it when your company is about to go out of business. We are posturing, my friends. We are posturing for other people's opinions. Your lack of action is exposing your insecurity. If you're educated, if you follow me and you are not posting 10 to 15 pieces of content a day, your actions are exposing your insecurity. The end. So, I come on the stage this morning with heat and passion because A, I'm well rested. (laughs) Thanksgiving was a good rest for me. But B, I come here because I'm just trying to get one person in this room who's looking at me right now and saying, that's actually the truth. Um, I appreciate that. I, I I am not posting because my hair is receding and I'm insecure about it. I'm being serious. I'm being dead serious. I am not posting because I'm up 13 pounds and I don't want to hear the comments. I'm not posting because all my high school friends seem to be doing better than me. They're not. You're hearing too much. You're putting other people's opinions at a higher place than your own happiness. It blows my face away and I kiss the ground that my parents walk on for creating an infrastructure that didn't create that for me. You know why? And this is for all the, how many people here are parents of six to 18 year olds? Raise your hands. This one's for you. Let me tell you why it didn't happen to me. Because from six to 18, the world told me I was a loser. Because I played a bunch of sports in the backyard, and in leagues, and we didn't give eighth place trophies when you lost. You know why else I can't hear you? Because I grew up in an environment where every teacher looked me dead in the face and told me I was gonna be a loser because I got an F in science. I don't give a about Jupiter Do you know why I could post every day and not care about what you have to say? Because every friend I had's parent in high school, when they asked me what college I was going to, when I said Mount Ida College, they snickered in my face. Losing is great. I got lucky. I was born place called the Soviet Union. I got luckier by getting out and coming to America, the greatest country in the world. And being raised by a mother who would clap me up just like that if I opened the door for an old lady, but when I asked her for a Nintendo game, she looked me dead in the face and said, go figure it out and buy it for yourself. You want to know why most people aren't winning and aren't happy? It's because you're entitled. People think they're owed something. I know brother. People for some reason, I watch it every day. Nobody owes you Figure it out. And I'm gonna give you the two basic principles. They're so simple it scares the out of me. Number one, This, you have to learn to do this. Please, my friends, I've never done this before, it's weird, I can't hear anything. Please, (laughs) I didn't even hear you guys laughing, but I can see you doing it, this is really fun. Actually, I might give a whole keynote like this one, this is freaky as (laughs) I see you, I see you, clappy hands. Listen to me, clappy hands. This, this is the secret to my happiness. I'm so happy because I can't hear a thing. Do you understand? When you get there, you start doing. Because you're not scared that you hired somebody and they didn't work out, you just fire them. You don't care that your other coworkers think that you made a mistake. You start doing and talking that it's all gonna be great because if it is, awesome, you're cool, and if it's not, you don't care anyway because as soon as somebody brings it up, do you know why I had the audacity to make a sneaker? Do you know why I did it? Let me tell you why, because I can't hear anything. If it worked, and thank God it did, I look good. If it didn't, my seven best friends would make fun of me for the rest of my life. And that was good too. I was looking forward to my roast at 83 when Robbie Turnick was like, and remember that time you thought you could sell a sneaker? You're a real Learn to eliminate judgment. Learn to realize the reason you're not posting every day 800 times a day is because you're worried about what people are gonna say. My friends, high school is over. Start acting like it. Because you're stuck in high school. I'm serious. It took me a long time, it took me a long time to figure out why this was working for me. I'm like, right, if I was able to navigate high school, and not fall into peer pressure, that's the hardest part. This is easy. I just need you to create content. I need you to figure out how to do it. I could care less what all 7,000 of you said to me of what you're trying to do, the answer is content. I'm being dead serious. It's where our world is living. News alert, this is now real life. This is fake. You don't like it, tough Technology doesn't care about your feelings about the old days. Leave it to beavers. Sorry. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln died too, in a weird way actually. But the point of that analogy is changes. We have to figure out this. I don't care if you're 18 or 81, I don't wanna hear that you didn't grow up with it, you didn't grow up driving, you figured it out. You have something called Google and YouTube. Google if you like to read, YouTube if you're more visual. You type in every question you have. How does a lawyer make content on LinkedIn? Thousands of results. How does a pharmacist grow her brand on Instagram? Thousands of results. It's also free. It's also free. It's 2019, act like it, Phoenix. Thank you.